welcome to another episode of We Read It One Night, the podcast where we invite you to join the romance revolution and find your joy. Today, we're discussing Savannah's Secrets by Reese Ryan, a deliciously delightful Harlequin romance. We've also got a special surprise in store for you. Keep listening to find out what it is. Enjoy the show. Valentine's Day um, and Galentine's Day and we'll make today, today's 2.15 so we'll make it Bro-in-tines Day <laughs> and tomorrow can be like non-binary Times the Day. <laughs> you know, we just want to be inclusive of course. Um, for everybody. Everybody deserves love. This is the week of love, the month of love. If you have any hot takes about the romance genre, keep them to yourself <laughs> unless you like are an actual romance reader. I don't want like your article about why Fifty Shades of Grey is like ruining the world um yeah so this is allison in case you still can't recognize our voices which like fair Fake um fan. that's like a, no but i mean there are podcasts i've listened to for years where i'm still like is that like which host is that <laughs> rachel is being a smarty pants smarty pants and is writing her dissertation right now okay and so we have a wonderful surprise guest host today Gosh. why don't you introduce yourself hello this is dana i have known allison for way longer than <laughs> either of us care to admit um so allison texted me last weekend because two uh, weeks two really two weeks are you serious holy crap okay so that tells you how like rushed i was reading this book because i am the slowest reader ever i went to school i got two english degrees and i'm the slowest reader ever <laughs> But yeah, so Allison is rocking this like hot romance podcast and it's like it's just phenomenal and I'm over here and my like reader's input is like Allison, I read this new erotica or whatever and she's like, Keep that crap off my podcast no! until this week with Savannah's Secrets and holy crap, what a damn ride. I read the synopsis that like in the initial text when you told me what to read and I was like oh 100% like if I I wasn't on board before (laughs) it's a hard yes for me yes but yeah today we are doing Savannah Secrets by Reese Ryan a sexy workplace romance yes so it is a category romance which is like the Harlequin short sweet like 60,000 words filled with tropes you just bang it out um correct (laughs) versus like the more traditional romances that we have usually done on the podcast but i love a good category and categories are honestly like the only thing i can read with my eyeballs these days because like what does that mean what do you mean oh like as opposed to an audiobook as opposed to audiobooks i just like I mean, listen, 2020 Me was, like, mainlining with my eyeballs every night, including this book. Like, on a screen, which On sucked. a screen, on my phone, oh. and, like, actually reading. I'm and so then, happy libraries are open again. Yeah. Holy crap. Well, I was, yeah, I was, well, I was reading, I, 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 like, quick downloaded all my library apps. <laughs> yeah. And was reading 2020, and 2021, and now 2022 Me is, like, on that audiobook train, and these kinds of, like, short, sweet, read-it-in-a-sitting books are the ones that I... Can live with my eyes. <laughs> yeah. Also, like monster romance. Like I feel like no matter the length. Oh my like, god! When he's got like three penises, like I can definitely. <laughs> Ladies, um, am I right? <laughs> to be fair, 
Fortuna, we got Iceland Barbarians and Blackstone Dragon, if you are interested in yeah. <laughs> like that. Okay, so yeah, today we are doing Savannah Secrets by Reese Ryan. It is the first book in the Bourbon Brothers series, named so because all these bros own a distillery. And they're super fancy. Yeah, there's only two books in the series. No, and no, no. There's more. There's like eight. There's only just only oh, two. Oh, it says part four. Oh. Yeah. Or maybe not eight. There's a bunch of them. There's a bunch of them. Our two main characters are Blake Abbott. He is some sort of vice president slash in line to be the CEO of his family's bourbon company, uh, King's Finest Distillery. And he's like in line to the CEO. And I read his brother, speaking of Parker's book, he has, so he has a brother, Parker Max. It's- Cole and Zora. Those are his siblings. Oh, yeah. And Parker, like, they're all in the company except for Cole, who has a construction business. But Blake is in, Blake is basically, like, in line to become CEO because he's the oldest. And in Parker's book, Parker's like, I want to be CEO. So, like, I'm going to, like, overthrow him. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, like, actually dramatic. But, and I just, like, love this, like, primogeniture shit. Like, this, like, <laughs> British aristocracy. Like, you know, you know, I love a good historical. And, like, so this is just, like, the British aristocracy, but, like, with, like, bourbon in, like, Tennessee or Kentucky or whatever the fuck this book takes place. It doesn't take place. It takes place in, like, Magnolia Lake. Not a real place. The first time I read this, I was like, this place sounds so nice. Like, where is it? Yeah. (laughs) And then our other, our heroine is Savannah Carlisle. Of course it is. And she can step on me, frankly. Oh, my God. (laughs) You know what? I love her. (laughs) I don't mean to expose you, but I was, like... Well, first of all, I texted Allison yesterday with actual anxiety. I was like, uh, "Should I, can I not curse on this podcast? Because <laughs> Allison is so, like, we both went to school for English and you're, like, so well-spoken. No. And so, and I'm like, "You, th- this girl is on my last nerve. <laughs> That's me, like, with my great literary analysis. <laughs> and... You were like, you know, oh my gosh, it's fine. Like, we generally try to speak positive about the book, but also not afraid to roast the characters and also go on tangents. So here I am. I absolutely will be going on a tangent about Savannah freaking Carlisle. Savannah, I don't, my, my blood pressure has never been so dangerously high. Savannah Carlisle is a menace to Magnolia Lake. And I can tell you, I... It's what page two. She's like saunters in, and I gotta tell you, all that happens in this book. She's constantly sauntering, like at even like in emotional moments. It's like, and then like tears in her eyes. She sauntered her like you know beautiful hourglass body. I'm like, can we not objectify Savannah for exactly eleven seconds? She's hot. She's not her fault. She's so hot. Like she only wears like a very specific kind of outfit. It's the off the shoulder business and something that I'm like her. her, (laughs) Everything accentuates, you know, the her figure, and I'm like, heck yeah! I've only just recently started dressing for my body shape, so like, who knew? But it's all that this dude (laughs) notices about her. For 90% of the book, he's like, yeah, and she was so gorgeous. I'm like, dude, this girl is literally such, like, she's such a top, honestly. Savannah (laughs) is like, she's brutal on page two. He's like, oh, can I get out of this interview? And she's like, and like, kicks the door (laughs) in. She comes in in a full Savannah is furious. Like. She is holding no bars. Like she's getting this job, and she's going to. She's like, 
I'm not going to take over the company. I'm just going to avenge my grandfather. And yes. I'm like, BS, you come in in this skirt suit. You're telling me you're not here to spill blood? With her stilettos. With her stilettos. You know she's walking around in, like, six-inch heels. Oh and, like, my God. somehow not stumbling at all. Like, she's, like... She just floats a little bit, so, like, she doesn't have to worry about What you don't know is she was constantly just holding, like, a whip the whole oh. book. <laughs> like, they never mention it, Honestly. but she just, like, between chapters is like, whoosh. There are little, like, kinky moments here, but we'll, which we'll talk about, like, when we get to them. But yeah, so the setup is that, so Blake is, like, the VP or whatever. He has to interview Savannah for the new event. <coughs> My applesauce <came> <laughs> Uh, I had one of those applesauce packets. The little, the little, little, yeah. Most, uh, I had one of those. Get some ASMR right on this part. <laughs> the number of times I've had to edit out like eating videos, like Rachel and I, so many times, will like, we'll, we'll be just sitting down to record, and then my brother will come in and be like, "Do you guys want Chipotle?" And we'll be like, "Duh." So yeah. he comes in, we're like half hour into the podcast, and he like brings Chipotle, and then me and her are just like trying to quietly <laughs> like eat Chipotle. <laughs> I have to, and I just sit there editing back, and I hate eating sounds, so I'm editing it back, and I'm like, like highlighting the like the gentle eating sounds in the background. Like, okay, where's that sentence in any period romance? No, this isn't period, but like any romance where it's like gentle eating. <laughs> The gentle eating of her cunning. <laughs> Pinkies up. Okay, so Savannah's here to enter for, to interview for the event manager position. Um, she is actually here to avenge her grandfather, mm-hmm. who she has grown up hearing stories about how Blake's grandfather, Grandpa Abbott, stole like her grandfather's Grandpa Carlisle's. Bourbon, bourbon recipe. recipe and she's like i'm here not to destroy the company but to get 50 percent of the shares for my grandfather yes because because they grew up her whole thing is like they grew up really poor and like her parents you find out later her parents died in like a tenement fire it was really horrible and like a good commentary on poverty in america but she's like if grandpa abbott hadn't cheated my grandfather we would have not been poor my parents probably wouldn't have died and like I would have had all this stuff that I didn't have. And so she's like very, she's like walking in and she's like, I fucking hate these losers, but I'm also really fucking good at my job. That's the thing. She's like, I'm so competent. I'm going to be the best event manager they have ever seen while also simultaneously like spying on them. And I love it. It's like, and that becomes like something that they question later in the book. They're like, well, if you were here to destroy the company or to, you know, whatever, get just info on the company so that you get 50% or whatever. Why were you so like invested in the job? And like, other, you know, someone else is like defending her and they're like, but she was so invested in the job. She must like you, Blake. I'm like, or homegirl's just like, well, I'm obviously not going to do poorly at my job because then I'll get fired yeah. and then I can't do They're like so blown away that this woman is so good at her job. I'm like, so she good. is talented. She can also have an agenda, but like... Well, that's the thing because they're like, well, if she really wanted to destroy the company, like she had ample opportunity to do that. This crap takes place months. in like three months. Three, so like she months. like comes in and I think the like... 
their family's like anniversary gala or like yeah. some crap. Like she So like, yeah, so she's coming they're hiring her to plan the like fiftieth anniversary of them not the fiftieth anniversary of the grandpa making bourbon, but the fiftieth anniversary of him doing it legally. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great because he was like a moonshine runner before. Mm-hmm. And so she's coming in to like plan the gala and also just like plan like do like events for them in general because they're trying to expand the company. And um, she does it like beautifully. Yes, she's fabulous. Okay. She's so fucking competent. But yeah, she walks in Blake is obviously, like we said, like immediately aroused. And like, I can just imagine him, you know, that give of, um, it's like Julia Lee Dreyfus and like beef or whatever. And she's like, <laughs> I'm in danger. Yes. <laughs> That's Blake. As soon as she walks in, he's like, oh, fuck. God. And he also, he's like immediately aroused, but then he's like, there's a no dating employees rule. Like an unspoken rule. An unspoken rule. rule, like you can't date employees. And I'm like, this is the same thing. As, like, that kind of shit, like, I'm definitely not going to fall in love with her. You can't date your employees. Like, a no-dating employees rule in a workplace romance is the same thing as, like, a character in a horror movie going downstairs to check the spooky noise in the basement. Like, you know their fate. You're like, okay, okay, so they're going to bang. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's why it's unspoken. They're like, if we make it spoken, if you're like, no, you're not allowed, then he's like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. (laughs) I did it. (laughs) But I did. They brought it up. I think I made a note of that. They brought it up like three times how they were happens. it never happened. Yeah. They do fuck at the 50th anniversary thing. And it's pretty hot. Oh we'll talk God. about that later. We'll yeah. talk about okay, that. Okay. We're not gonna skip ahead. Okay. Yeah. So he's super aroused and mm-hmm. Savannah's just like, I want to step on you. And I kind of love this trope of like, it's like on her side, it's enemies to lovers. On his side, it's just like secret pining because he's just so oblivious. He's like a little puppy. He just like has no idea. Like he's like, oh my God, I, she's so hot. Like, oh, I, like I love her so much. And she's like, I fucking hate you. I'm going to carve out your heart and also ride your dick. It's literally one part where I was like, I don't, I got to find it in my notes, but I was like, Blake, we were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. <laughs> like, he's just, like, this, like, scrumptious man or whatever who's just, like, he's, like, super, like, loyal his- to his family and, like, s- like they really hone in. He is, like, yeah. a really hot guy. And then, like, he's, like, so legitimately taken by her and like beyond just like the sexual way I think like the le- like the second time they meet like she just has like an interest in how the bourbon process is made spoiler note spoiler alert and so that she can like ruin his family's life but he's just like he's like he wants to she wants to ruin half of his life is that fair <laughs> and he's like wow we're like we have the same interests like soulmates and he just want he makes her a strawberry rhubarb because she mentions it one time and he's like good morning princess and meanwhile she's like i'm gonna ruin half of this guy's life he is in the dictionary he is next, a golden retriever next to the word simp yeah. Blake Abbott's face. oh my god he's such a simp and i love it so yeah so she gets hired obviously because she's mega confident mm-hmm. and she is like calls her she has a sister named Lainey, and like her sister has a niece named harper it's mm-hmm. whatever she has a sister and a niece and her sister's like Dude, don't fucking do don't this. do this. Like, you're gonna go to jail, and like Savannah's like, no, I'm gonna nah, I'm not gonna go to jail. But she's also like, she's like, after interviewing for Blake, she's like, my plan for revenge may be affected by the fact that I find Blake very hot. Like this may complicate things. Listen, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Which I get, yeah, like, that's that's fine. She's like, my lady boner may get in the way. Damn it. <laughs> She's like, I'm being led with my penis again. My clit is just like, <laughs> being pulled around by the clit. <laughs> Her, nip, her nipples are always, like, pointy, so she's just, They like, point north, which is like, just wherever Blake is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the, and I watched parts of the Caribbean recently, so it's, like, the compass in Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean that, like, points towards your heart's desire. Yep. Like, that's Savannah's nipple. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, no, I need to work late so I can get all the dirt and ruin yeah. your family's life, but also, like... My goodness, what what an incredible specimen you are, She's Blake so Abbott. Yeah. Holy crap. In this book, how many times? I couldn't go through it. They say their full names. Or it's like, an Abbott. Or, of course, Blake Abbott. And it's like, yeah. and then Savannah Carlisle, you guessed it, sauntered into my office. <laughs> they well, use full names all the time. Well, with the Abbott, she has to. It's like a very much a part of like her... Because, like, her grandfather's, like, never trust an abbot. Like, that's oh, my God, I get it. But it's, like, girl, just yeah. do them or don't. But like, she's, like, well, she is doing that. But it's, like, her, like, it shows her, like, I guess, like, the transition from her, like, trying to fight that feeling and being, like, he's an abbot. I can't trust him. But also, I'm really aroused. <laughs> Allison, and then you know like, that is the same him. energy as in, in Fairly Odd Parents when he's, like, Dinkleberg. <laughs> Everything's fine. It's like, oh, he's an avid. <laughs> like, I'm just like, holy crap. Okay, I get it. Like, anyway, so, yeah. Okay, so she meets the rest of the band and she, like, wins them over with her, how competent she is. But then, yeah, I also just, I just love, like, this whole time she, like, meets him and she's like, oh my god, they're so nice. Like, Blake is so nice and also hot. He's described as, like, the Black Thor at one point. He is. And I'm like, yeah, I love it. Um, and I just, like, I just, like, imagine her, because she has to keep, she's like, wow, the abbots are so nice, but no, they're the enemy, and I'm just imagining There's, like, little like, lightning bolts like all the time. Gollum, like, <laughs> that is she's it! like, Gollum versus Smeagol this whole time, I'm not she's kidding. like, enemy, but hot. It, enemy, there'll be, like, four hot. paragraphs in one page of just, like, oh, he's so sweet, and he has such a great family, and they have such a, oh, Dinkleberg, <laughs> but, like, I really love this job, <laughs> it's like, <"Ugh." laughs> She's just constantly at war with herself. No, yes, no, yes, (laughs) but no. So okay, so she gets a tour. She's getting a tour of the the like the distillery. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The distillery. I actually learned a little bit about how distillers work from this book. I was like, wow. It's like occasional. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, the whis or the bourbon process. That's enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, so she she's getting a tour, and then he comes, and his, his like secretary is giving him the tour. Who then, I thought was going to be a way bigger part of this book. No, she's just. Like, I thought she was going to be the fun friend. Nah, she's just a secretary. Yeah. So she's like, oh, I have to go to my daughter's soccer game. She like runs off, and he's like, I'm going to give you the deluxe tour, and I'm like, is that a medical mm, for your penis? The Magnum, <laughs> I mean deluxe tour. Like, is, <laughs> is do you mean your dick? Yeah. <laughs> he shows her exactly way? one thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, no, they do go around. They just Reese Ryan is like, I know y'all don't want the actual. Like, it's true. Full description of the whiskey tour. She's like, I got sixty thousand words. Like, well, also correctly. she get so Savannah gets all riled up because he like mentions something yeah. about like the Josh, family, and then she's like, I, I gotta go, yeah. I gotta go, and he's like, he Oh, I clearly upset her. He talks about how much he loves his grandpa, and she's like, Your grandpa's the devil. <laughs> Which, like, I don't know if you've ever met someone, like, literally the first day you meet them, and they have, like, a dramatic exit. 
And there's no part of me, I don't even care if they're hot, that's like, oh, I really upset them. I'm like, holy guacamole. <laughs> like, no. I literally just met you. You're doing this dramatic exit crap. And he feels, so, again, golden retriever. He feels so bad <laughs> that he's, like, upset her in this vague way. He was just talking about bourbon and his family, yeah. which was, like, a real, like, dude moment. Where it's just like, like, oh, what did I do? She's ready to, like, push him into a vat of whiskey. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, my grandpa's the nicest guy ever. And she's like, I'm going <laughs> But so she is. She's, like, walking out. And we have a classic, like, trip and fall into his arms. She, yeah. Like, her stiletto heels, unfortunately, get caught in the gravel. <gasps> and she, like, falls into his arms. And they're both like, oh my, oh my god. Literally jump cut to Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> the bike randomly almost hits her. <laughs> Goodbye, Mr. Grey. Goodbye, Mr. Abbott. <laughs> so now we learn about Blake's ex-girlfriend. Who was oh my god! His ex-girlfriend, basically they were together for a long time. She didn't get along with his family, and he feels very guilty. He was like, I can't believe I almost chose her over my family. Because she ended up, like, dumping him and leaving him. And her name is... Gavrilla, which sounds like the name of the heretofore unnamed third evil stepsister, like Anastasia, Drusilla, Gavrilla. Gavrilla's just like in the closet. I like, was like, dude, <laughs> I was like, why did they give this ex girlfriend the most? Excuse me, the most unfuckable name. Like, who's gonna yell at Oh Gavrilla versus Savannah? Like, what do you, what, how Gabby. do you shorten that? Yeah, Gabby, or just. <laughs> it means, I looked up the name because I wanted to know, like, because it's obviously. A I was like, that's name. not a real name. It means, it's Hebrew and it means, like, joy to God or something. Holy like, something like that. Or, like, woman of God or something, which is ironic because she's a bitch. Because she's a bitch. <laughs> but I did look it up. It is a real name. I'm like, she um, couldn't be, like, Kate or, like, no. you know, well, Bianca, like, or whatever. Some, like, really generic, thing. like, oh, she broke my heart name. All the other people in this book have, like, pretty, like, basic names. Like, Blake, Savannah, Parker. Very southern names. Like, Cole. Yeah. yeah. And, like, there's, like, a Kaylee that's spelled the morning yeah. weird way. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then we have, like, Gavrilla. Gavrilla. <laughs> it's, like, Iris, Duke, or Blake's parents. Like, Joe Abbott is Grandpa Abbott. Like, all these people have very, like, Basic southern names, and then we have Gabrilla. <laughs> I feel like they didn't like her just because, you know how, like, old people are like, why does she have such a weird name? Why couldn't it just be Gabby or whatever? Like, I had an ex-boyfriend, and, like, my I told my parents what his full name was, and my dad literally was like, all right, well, I'm not calling him by his full name because that's stupid. <laughs> like, what? no one... Oh. Uh <laughs> He's like, um, I'm not doing that. So I feel like they were like, what's his, Gavrilla? It's like, no. Savannah? Perfect. Yeah. Savannah, <laughs> like, it's perfect. Yes. Listen, if any of Dana's ex-boyfriends are listening, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Allison's a real one. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Um, so Blake is normal, like, Blake's still fucking horny, and he thinks that he's just gonna, like, go on a business trip and, like, fuck someone so he can, like, get it out of his system. And I'm like, you're a fool. You're already trapped. Oh my god, you're I forgot already- about that. That's right. Yeah. He doesn't actually do it. He doesn't, he doesn't. Actually fuck anyone. Which I, like, I don't like when... My once the hero has like met the heroine like for real, yeah. I don't like him to like. They're so often like else. the first thing is like oh, and then like I had like sex with this girl who I didn't know, or like a a girl who I like regularly just have casual sex with, and then like at the end of the chapter it's like, but I couldn't get Savannah off my yeah. mind or whatever, and I was like, oh, I'm glad they didn't do that in this book because it's yeah. short and we I just want to get to the yeah the pregnancy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know spoilers. <laughs> um, no, I 
do like, though, and I just, the only reason this is top of my mind is because I just read a book like this, of when, like, the hero has suddenly, is, like, really, he's like, oh, my God, like, I like her. And then he's like, shit, I have to get her out of my system. And then he goes to his, like, usual hookup mm-hmm. house. Then he's like, I can't hook up with, like, he's like, I don't want to hook up with you. I'm not, She's like, I'm literally, not why are you here? <laughs> and the hookup is like, boy, like, go, go back to She's the like, girl. my easy like, Mac's about to be done in the microwave, <laughs> like, in this wrap up. She's like, I got a vibrator. I got my Come on. Yeah. Like, I'm fine. And, like, I, I do really like that. Trope. And then all of a sudden, when you want tries. a book about her. <laughs> oh, I do. I always want a book about her. And you know what? Half the time, I get a book about her, too, which yes. I'm like, great. I love it. And then she is constantly like, Oh, she, oh, she has, like, an espionage journal. <laughs> she, like, goes home after work, and she's, like, opening her journal full of, like, notes on the thing, and I'm like, we love an organized oh, My God, a Virgo. So <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Savannah um, Carlyle's a Virgo, and you heard it here first. Amazing. I don't know. <laughs> she's very notes-oriented. <laughs> she's nothing without her planner. Yes. I mean, true. She also keeps, she's been working there a, a month, and she keeps getting invited to Friday drinks and saying no, because she's like, I can't get attached to this town. And I'm like, honey, you got a big storm coming. Yeah. Um, and she's also like, shit, I, I really like this job, and I'm really good at this job. Like, yeah. what a conflict. And like, I really like that the conflict isn't just, shit, I really like Blake, and I don't want to hurt him, but it's also like, no, I like everything the job, about my life yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Like, I like my life separate She's from got a really nice well. landlord who she'll eventually become kind of tight with. <laughs> and now we have the rainstorm. <laughs> oh my god. Literally, it was like, Savannah worked late, and I was like, yep, of course she did. This is like chapter three or some She's crap. She's working late every night. To be yeah, fair. but She's it was like, like they started late. it with it, we worked late, and it was like, they heard like a rumble outside and she's like, oh, I better go. And I go, well, now I suddenly know how this whole chapter is going to go. <laughs> and please, like, please continue because this whole time I just had this satisfied, of course that happened. <laughs> so yeah, so she goes out in the rainstorm. She has her tiny little like shit car and it's this place like probably floods a bunch like the and there's only like one bridge into her town so basically like the bridge that she needs to get home is mm-hmm. flooded and like if she tries to drive over it with her car like she's hosed. she's drowning and if she tries to drive over it in blake's truck he's yeah. like the bridge is gonna collapse like we can't go over that bridge <sighs> so he's like but i live on this side of the little did we know blake flooded the bridge <laughs> <laughs> little did we know blake's like jacking off into the stream <laughs> Blake is literally doing a rain dance (laughs) since Savannah walked in the sashayed into the office. Blake rolls in with his big time. He's like, she's like trying to start the car, (laughs) and then he like knocks on the window, and she's like, (laughs) she like thinks she's about to be murdered, but it's actually just Blake looking like quote the Black Thor. This is where that quote comes in. And she's oh wait, like, I get that now. It's because he's the the god of yeah. yeah. And she she's like pissed. She's like, oh my god, like he's both hot and really nice. Like he's being really considerate mm-hmm. right now. And it's like so. I'm like, she's like, god, why does he have to have a good personality? The southern <laughs> charm, of course. Um, yeah. So he drives her to his house in mm-hmm. his big man truck mm-hmm. because it's flooding, and so yeah. they go to his house. And he even gives her like his jacket to keep her warm. Oh she's, like, she class. gives him his Letterman <laughs> jacket. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. And I was like. I love a matchmaking storm. Like, yeah. A storm that's like, all right, you dummies need to get together. Mm-hmm. Like, time to thunder, thunder. Like, get them in. So she's staying at his house. And she's like, oh, my dress is like, like, do you have something I can change into? Because she's like, so we wet. And he's like, oh, I don't know whether I have anything that fits you. And I'm like, bro, sweatpants and a sweatshirt. 
Like, you yeah. have anything with a drawstring. So he eventually just gives yeah. her, like, a big t-shirt, and she's not wearing pants, which is very hot, and, like, it's such a classic, yeah, like, 100%. man, like, has his, like, dick going up to the moon. But she does. Because, like, he's so turned on by this girl in his shirt, and I There's love that There's no drawstring. But I'm like, you don't have a single pair of, like, champion sweatpants yeah. that you can give her, sir, or, like, gym, sh- like, basketball shorts yeah. that have, like, a... A, a you know, <laughs> and the off chance that this girl wasn't gonna hook up with him or fall, like, madly in love with him, you know, in the storm or whatever, I'd be like, so my employer brought me home and gave me exactly one, <laughs> uh, university of whatever t-shirt and, uh, no pants, and then was like, come out for dinner, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, wouldn't feed me unless, you know, like, I get it, he's a southern charmer, but I'm like, dude, give me, like, work pants and a belt. <laughs> I don't care, yeah, like... You don't have anything? (laughs) Yeah. So he gets there, she meets his dogs, Sam and Benny, and Sam is, like, a rescue dog, but Benny... (laughs) Bring back Gavrilla. He bought Benny as, like, a surprise for Gavrilla, and then he comes home... But she reverse Unoed him. (laughs) He's like, I have a surprise for you, and she's like, I'm in love with somebody else, I'm leaving. (laughs) I want, like, just a one chapter about Gavrilla. (laughs) I want want Gavrilla's... I read a book recently, it's not out yet. But it's basically the premise of it is that, like, the other woman in the Hallmark Christmas movie, mm. like, is the heroine of the book. Awesome. Like, she's the one that, like, always gets dumped by, like, her boyfriends for small town ladies. Dumb. And so, yeah. so she finally gets her happy ending. <laughs> and I was like, I want Gabriel, like, I want her It's to- just Sharpay's fabulous adventure. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she meets his dogs. She also rolls in. He has a sick house. And mm-hmm. she's immediately like, we're maybe worth hooking up with him just for his sick house. Yeah. He also has a boat and a plane. What? I miss that. Yeah, it's one. I miss it the first time I read it too, but I was reading it this time. And she's just like, she walks into like another room and she's like, and it provides This is the boat room. This is the plane room. Because he has like big windows and it's like a beautiful mountain and lake view or whatever in his fancy house. But she's like, she walks into her room and it's like the windows provided a perfect view of like the boat tied at the dock and the amphibious plane tied at the dock too. Oh my so god! So he has both a boat and a plane. And I'd, at this point, I'd be like, like fuck, try to get half the company, just marry him, and then if you still want half the company, divorce him and get it happen. Oh my yeah! Oh god! Like get to ride in the plane at least once before you fuck this up, Savannah. Like, well, okay. <laughs> well, towards the end of the book. He thinks maybe that's maybe that's uh, part of the reason yeah, why things yeah, happened, yeah. and you know that plane looks pretty. She's like, you know what? I won't take the boat, but plane looks pretty good. Yeah. And so then he like you know makes her an omelet or something. Like he makes them dinner, and he had to cook because Gabriella because Gabriella didn't like his family, and they never went over for family dinner. She never wanted to go over to family dinner, so mm-hmm. he had to learn to cook. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. So Dude. And this is the point where Savannah decides to use her, like, sex appeal to spy. She's, like, fully going. She's like, you know what? Like, he finds me hot and I'm, like, go use that to my advantage. She's also, like, a little bit like a bachelor villain at this case. Because she's like, I'm not here to make friends. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm here here to win. I, oh, God. Yeah. All right. Keep going. (laughs) Because this this is where I started being, like, uh (laughs) uh-oh. Like, no. No, no, no. Savannah, no. Don't do it. So then they, like, drink bourbon and, like, start playing truth or dare. And she tells him about how her parents, like, died in a tenement fire, which was caused by a lightning strike. Of course. And that's why she's afraid of storms. So it all, like, comes back together. 
And yeah, so she's like, they get drunk, and then that leads to truth or there, and then that leads to making out. And I was like, is this a high school theater party? Um, hold on. Is this a high school theater party? Because, like, I, I recognize this in myself. <laughs> so, I gotta give a little excerpt. It's like, truth or dare, or whatever. It's like, truth. He studied her expression and tried to ignore the shadow of anger or perhaps pain that she was deliberately trying to hide. And of course, she or she's having a Dinkelberg moment. <laughs> if you could do anything in the world right now, what would it be? And it's like this. Blake leaned in and pressed his mouth to her, swallowed her little gasp of surprise, tasted the bourbon on her warm, soft lips. And I wrote, okay, author, I'll hand it to you. I gasped in surprise at this. Like, I legitimately caught me off guard. And then I, <laughs> I was like, this, however, was almost immediately followed by a scene where Savannah had a nightmare and yelled in her sleep about her parents dying and shit. Hey. And I genuinely rolled my eyes. You, you have to get them together. Oh, my God. Oh, listen, because you can't because you can't have and it's only there's only one bed in like trope in this situation because it would mm-hmm. undermine him having such sweet digs if he only had one bed. But so you might have some way to get them together because they're like, no, we can't. We're drunk. We can't have sex right now. And I'm like, all right, Reese Ryan, good for you for practicing consent. I appreciate yeah, that. But, but uh, I just want to ask, like, from the romance perspective, because I'll say from all, literally all of the erotica books that I've read, I mean, legitimately every single one and every series of erotica, <laughs> there is always a nightmare scene. Where, like, the other person, sometimes it's the guy, whatever, like, you know, Christian in Fifty Shades of Grey, like, you know, he's just like, oh, my, my mom, oh, like, yeah. she's dead. And she's like, Christian, what's wrong? Like, there is always, it's like, oh, they're vulnerable. They're not just loaded. Yeah. They're not just hot. <laughs> they have feelings and a backstory. <laughs> it's like, oh, I can feel that voice. <laughs> I can feel that voice. <laughs> I can fix that. <laughs> Like, I don't know if that's a thing in just romance as well. There's always a nightmare scene. The nightmare sequence is very much, like, a very classic trope. Oh, but they're vulnerable. In terms of just, like, getting them them together. They're like, no, we can't. And then they get together and then it's like... Uh, Oh, oh, we did. Oh, but we did. Yeah, so... We have the classic nightmare scene. I literally wrote classic nightmare scene leads to sex. Yep. <laughs> in my notes. And she's like, this definitely won't make us fall in love. Like, yeah. it just wants to get it out of our system. And I'm like, girl, that's not how this this game works. So they start making out. He starts, like, he's, like, fingering her. And the dogs are still in the room. Oh, my God. sends the dog there is a lie where he's like he put the dogs out of the room oh my god like like, we're not gonna have sex can i just say like it's they they proceed to have like sex anyway like you know they they get no they get sexy they they don't don't have have sex yes they don't penetrate i mean they have oral and digital but he makes her come like 20 million times but not in front of the dogs of course they do that after the dogs leave. So it's like, okay, if that happens regardless, why did we have to have the scene where the dog's cute little beady eyes are just looking at them like, Reese Ryan, why was this? Why did we need to include <laughs> Because it. my libido vanished. <laughs> I do. I love that for some reason, like, fucking in front of the dogs is, like, even worse than, like, fucking in front of the baby. Like, no. Like, don't. I definitely read scenes where, like, they're, like, they put the baby down for the nap, and then they have sex in the same room as the baby, and I'm like, you know, I don't really care. Like, that's fine. Like, it's not great, but it's a newborn, and we can't leave them alone. For some reason, like, when they have sex in front of pets, I'm like... Please don't. I'm like, oh no. So I'm glad that Reese Ryan was like, she's like, I have to establish a boundary here. 
they do have Get to the leave dogs before out of the room. She, she cannot come in front of the dogs. No. Um. So the next morning, he goes out to. He doesn't have any food, so he goes to like his sister's house to like steal her food to yeah. make breakfast. And Again, we have to have the younger sister who's quick witted and precious. she knows the glow on her big brother's skin when he's had. She's like, you got dick. And you look like, different. <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, while he's gone, Savannah is snooping around his house, like looking for evidence. Like the little rat that she is. She's, She's like, <laughs> she goes into his office, and then like his dog starts like. Putting his like muddy paws on the door because his dog is gone. Because his dog is a narc. <laughs> yeah, his dog. That's what I thought, but he's, she, he knows that she's been in his office because of his snitch dogs. <laughs> but she's smart and she like he like sees he's been in the office and he's like, oh my god, why was she in my office? Which was some real detective work, by well, the he's way. He's like the dog wouldn't have tried to go in if it weren't. What if a good dog. What a good like, boy. But Savannah's smart and she's like, oh, I went in there to borrow a pen. Like here, here it is. Here's it back. She like sultrily. Like, and he's like, oh good, I'm glad there was a reasonable excuse. And I'm like, you're so dumb. Okay. You're such a himbo. <laughs> well, she doesn't find anything. Yeah. Like she's like uh, unsuccessful all the time when she tries to find oh, things out. Cons- except at, except at the end when she finally gets caught. Yeah, so she's unsuccessful. <laughs> she finds it. She's like, hey, um, so yeah, so she's stranded at his place like the whole weekend. So they have like a sex weekend. Uh huh. Um, and they finally have like peen sex. Um, and we have at this point like a little light choking. They're like standing, and he's like, they're like back to front, like, and he's got his like hands like lightly around her neck, like while he's fingering her, and I was like. This is so hot. Like, it, I was, so I was like, okay, I'm like, I'm here for this. And then he's like, yeah, I knew you'd like that. I'm like, it, oh. dude, if a dude was like, yeah, I knew you'd like that, I'd be like, just do it. Don't don't have director's commentary <laughs> oh. about your intention behind the work. <laughs> like, just, just do it. Just the Like we said, Savannah's a top, so, like, I'm, like, I feel like at mm-hmm. some point she definitely, not in this book, unfortunately, missed opportunity for yeah. King, but at some point she definitely needs to, like, tie Blake up and just, like, have her way with him. Yeah. A one-off. Or, like, once a week. Yeah. They, like, schedule. No, I mean, like, a story, like, a one off. Oh, like yeah, one shot. Yeah, one shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan, like, if you would like to, if you would like to provide that, or if you already have, then, like, I'll sign up for your newsletter. Exactly. Yeah, so they have a little light choking weekend and at one point they so they're, they're having practicing safe sex everyone they're using condom like she's on the pill but she can't take her birth control pills right now because they're at her apartment and she's obviously not there but at one point they fall asleep with his dick still inside her with the condom with on, the condom on. but it's like several hours of like mm. i guess the dick being inside her yeah and so and she's like oh no, i don't have my birth control pills and i'm like girl you're pregnant congrats oh my god i was like i know i know how this ball goes (laughs) and yeah he drives her back home and convinces her to go on a date with him like the next weekend he's like yeah and then blake's mom rolls in and he confronts him and he's like you definitely want to fuck the new event manager and he's like no i don't and she's like don't play with me you want to fuck her i'm not gonna say anything for now yeah watch out bitch. okay Side note, I really thought, and I put this in, like, towards the end, I was like, I really thought that Blake's mom was going to be, like, a huge problem in this book. Mm -hmm. Like, I saw her as, like, you know, just being, like, the real hard-headed businesswoman who's Mm -hmm. like, don't let your foolish, you know, emotions get in the way of the business. (laughs) Like, she's just like, are you practicing safe sex? And, like, are you, like, not ruining the company? And then, you know, she's like, all right, all right. 
Yeah. Like, I that's that's literally how the conversation goes. She just ends with, like, yeah. all right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like that. I like, I don't like when, like. There's always a parent you know I mean? problem. Like, yeah. And it's always, it's almost always, always, like, the mom. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's always the mom. And there's, like, a specific, like, mom and or, like, ex-girlfriend trope that I really don't like. I will it's say just, this. Like, yeah. Villainizing, like, this random woman. The business make, women. In yeah. order to make the heroine look good. And I'm like, it's not. It's not necessary. I love that the mom never said darling, by the way. That's been a huge nuisance and just a problem. The moms in these books always go, you know, hello, darling, type of a thing. And I'm like, dude, who? Oh, and like, are the guys like, hello, mother? Like, it's like, <laughs> you know how you've never spoken to your moms before? <laughs> like, she's like, hello, darling. I'm like, ugh. That's the same thing. Also, I like the sibling relationship in this too, because I feel like often. So many times. Not so much in books like these and, like, categories, but, like, in, like, a lot of contemporary romances that I've read recently. Yeah. The sibling relationships is just so unrealistic and, like, duh. And I'm, like, I just think, like, I'm, like, are all these authors just, like, only children and they're just, like, Mm -hmm. imagining what a sibling relationship is? Parker ended up not being, like, you know, this, like, devious villain, like, the black sheep of the family. It's, like, he's just, like just is like just a, just shoot straight with me he's just got a small you know? stick up his ass it's yeah he's like you know there's yeah. gotta be one in every family to keep us all grounded yeah, and that's it yeah. like and yeah like, so i thought that the family relationship overall was like pretty like i was like it oh, was I like this. i'm not annoyed like i i'm like good this was well done nobody called each other bro or sis like, yeah always happens in the book and i'm like only an only child would have that happen have i don't get ever, why they included cole but ever, yeah well, I think he probably gets his own book. Maybe. I think it's probably just show. I did appreciate that not the entire family worked for this. I was story. like, oh my god, there's so many siblings. Like Cole has his own construction, like his whole like high profile construction business. Yeah, and so I did appreciate that there was like one sibling who was like, nah, I'm gonna do my own thing. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, I did like that. But yeah, so they have another weekend together. This is when he makes her strawberry rhubarb pie because she's like, my sister Ooh. always makes me strawberry rhubarb pie for my birthday, and so. Um, it's my favorite. And so he makes her for it. And rhubarb is one of those things that just sounds like it would be super gross, but it's actually delicious. It's like not easy to make, is it? No, no, rhubarb is definitely difficult to use, but it's like, it's delicious. I really like rhubarb. So that was like a move. It's not like, oh, well, I had all the rest, I had all the ingredients no. in here. Like he was like, oh, I'm going to go out of my way to do this for her. Yeah. Yeah. Rhubarb is not something you just like have in your pantry. <laughs> Which like, by the way, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying like, Oh, she owes him anything or whatever, but I think it should be said that like he has only like sexually given to her, yeah. and then has been like, "We're not gonna have sex though," like because I just want to like well, take it slow. Point. At this point, they have had. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, he was like he really left pushing the dick in with the condom. <laughs> oh, that's right. Well, he was really pushing like, "Hey, I want you to like be in your right mind and like be choosing to do this and whatever." And it's like, like cons- like you said, consent was like such like a big thing that like. At least he was pushing. She's like, dude, I'm here. Just fuck me, you know? Yeah. And he's like, like, I'm going to make you some rhubarb pie because I know it reminds you of your childhood or whatever. I'm like, dude, he's so cute. cute. Oh, my God. He's such a simp. I love him. So he starts asking about her past. And Mm -hmm. she's like, I can talk about my past. So she does a good old blowjob bait and switch. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he does a a reverse uno in return where he's like, I've never cared about anyone like you. And she's like, I'm just trying to give you a fucking blowjob. And you're confessing your feelings. Oh, my God. And and we got the tinkle bird. Exactly. (laughs) Love him. 
No. <laughs> and at this point, I'm like, both of you are annoying me. Like, dude, you she just you just met her 11 minutes ago. Like, <laughs> please relax. It's like a month and a half. They oh my god. There's several like month long time jumps in this book. So it feels a lot, it feels like it takes place in a lot shorter amount of time. It feels like it takes place in, like, two weeks, but it's actually, like, three months. I guess. So they, Just because this book is so other. short, it seems like right. it's, like, happened in, like, two weeks. Right. So it's not, so they, they do know each other for, like, a, it's not unreasonable for them to, at the end of this book, be like, I'm in love with you. You know, they've yeah. known each other long enough that that's, that's fine. And normally, okay, so normally I don't really feel bad when the lady is, like, running a scam. Like, I don't really feel bad for the guy normally when, like, there's a lady running a scam and, like, using him. But I always feel bad when it's in the reverse. I I get mad at the guy if the guy's running a scam and, like, the lady's being tricked. But in this case, I did feel bad I got so, do you know how many notes I have where I'm like, can you imagine if this was about a guy doing this? Like, this author would be blacklisted yesterday. (laughs) Like, I know it's such a double standard, but in this case, I did. I was like, Blake is such a puppy. He's such a golden retriever puppy. Yeah. That, like, I feel so, I feel very bad for him that he's getting scammed. Um, Yeah, so now we, we get another time jump, and it's the 50 anniversary jubilee mm-hmm. she has been savannah's like oh my god i'm so tired and nauseous like it must just oh be my god planning this yeah jubilee. it's the stress babe and i'm like oh you're pregnant oh, and she keeps like chugging ginger ale and i'm like you're you dumbass like <laughs> you have enough baby. she just happens to not be drinking this night because you know well, she's working to be fair she is working i guess um so she i mean she's like great she's like this is wonderful and she, like, sends Blake up to, like, go get something for her or whatever. Which um, I thought this was where, like, she's going to have the notebook out because they no, decided to include the notebook. Yeah. And it, they didn't. But I was like, oh, I thought she was going to have that whole thing on the no, desk. The espionage notebook is at her apartment. She doesn't take it. She's not dumb enough to take She's too competent to take it to work. Like, come on. I don't know if I would totally <laughs> label this girl as competent based on what happens later in the book. But <laughs> So she, but he goes up to get and he sees a text from Lainey, her sister. Her mm-hmm. sister's like, I can't, I don't know whether I can lie to grandpa for that much longer. Yeah. She hasn't told her grandpa that she's seeking revenge on his behalf. And she's like, I'm giving you a week or whatever. He sees that and he's like, uh, that's nothing good. Um, yeah. I'm nervous. So he goes downstairs and he's like, is there anything you want to tell me? And she's like, no. And then they have really hot sex in a closet. I thought that they had sex in a bathroom. No, it's a closet. But like, <laughs> like when she was like, oh, then they re- we revisited the barn and this was like the storage room or whatever where we had sex. And I was like, okay, good. Because I uh, thought that someone was going to walk in like, hello? <laughs> <laughs> but she's, her boobs are tender mm-hmm. and slightly bigger than usual. Like Blake's like, oh my God, her boobs are bigger. And she's like, oh my God, why are my boobs like so... Like, they're so much more sensitive. And I'm like, it's because you're all pregnant. Oh, my gosh. And that's, I guess that's why it's, like, super necessary for there to be time jumps. Because, like, this isn't, like, a Twilight situation in which she has this baby in, like, a month. Like, she's a normal human woman having a normal human baby. And it's going yeah. to take a little bit of time for the symptoms to start coming in. Mm-hmm. As, ever since the, you know, falling asleep with his dick inside you yeah. <laughs> moment. Um, and at this point, she is, like, the guilt is, like, finally, like, really hitting her. Like, she's she's really, like starting to feel bad for the fact that she's like both trying to destroy Blake and also like falling for him. And she finally talks to Grandpa Abbott. Yeah. And he almost... The guy who screwed over her grandfather. and she's like so mad. And he almost spills the beans. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I had a partner before we went legit. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what was his name? And he's like, I'm sorry, I gotta go. And you know that like, scene in Wonder away. Woman where she like, she's like, oh, I almost had him. Like... And, like, she's, like, at, you know, she's all dressed up. She has, like, the sword or whatever She who she thinks is, like, um, 
the god of war. Yeah, yeah, and then they're like, no, stop. And she's like, oh, I could have gotten him. And it's like, obviously, we're not supposed to just do that. It had big Wonder Woman energy. Yeah. Yeah, so he leaves, and, and then she sees the text from Lainey. She doesn't realize that, like, Blake might have seen it, and that's why he's been acting weird. And she, so now she has, like, a two-week deadline before Lainey tells Grandpa. Mm-hmm. And now everyone's kind of, like, starts to get suspicious. Parker is suspicious of Savannah. He's like, I don't know, she's been asking a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. And to be fair to, like, Parker and Blake and the gang and everyone, like, they don't know that Grandpa Abbott, like, had a partner that he worked. Like, he's never, like, told them that. So at this point, you're like, oh, like, is there something suspicious? in there um so savannah stays late so she can search through the old files room for like all the files like before they oh my god here we go and she finds a pic of grandpa abbott and grandpa carlisle together and she also finds grandpa carlisle's notebook she knows that it's his notebook because it has like his handwriting Mm -hmm. and as with all books somehow like characters are able to recognize other people's handwriting i'm I don't know what superpowers, like, all book characters seem to have, because I certainly don't think... Like, I think I'd be able to recognize maybe my sister's handwriting. No, but, like, no. Dude, my grandfather's? Like, without context? No. No. And to be fair, she was raised by her grandfather, so, like, he's, like, more like a parent. So like, I'm gonna whatever. compare these to the tooth fairy yeah. letters that I was left on my pillow. <laughs> the grand to the tooth, like, from Santa notes, like, with Kristen. Um, so she finds that, and she's like, oh my god! And then she gets caught by Blake Parker... And Max. Max. And she still won't tell him the truth. He's like, yeah. tell me why you're in here. And she's like, I can't. She's like, she's Blake, like, I'm sorry. She's like, they could, if I tell them, like, they'll destroy all the evidence before, like, I have time. Yeah. And it's just very sad. But, okay, so she goes, so Blake is like, Parker is ready to, like, call the cops. And Blake is like, no, we're not gonna fucking call the cops. Both because I'm in love with her and also because it'll be bad PR. Yeah. And so Blake walks her to her office to, like, pack. And just as she's packing up her office, like, they're both so sad. And this is actually the part of the book where I was like, this book is actually getting, like, quite good now. She, she pulls, uh, like, a little Oh, for the present. dog. Yeah, she pulls a fucking, like, thunderstorm shirt. Like, I guess they're, they make it's shirts for dogs shirt, yeah. to, like, make them, like, calmer during thunderstorms. And she pulls one out that she bought for, for Benny. Benny. She's like, I bought him a thunderstorm shirt. And I'm like, <gasps> oh my god, <laughs> Benny. <laughs> I want to jump cut to Benny just being like, <laughs> like meanwhile, uh, yeah. Benny's just like Benny's just like napping by the fire. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she's the next day. She's like sad after being fired. She thinks she has like a virus or something, and she calls her sister. She's like, "Yeah, I've just been really tired. I've been throwing up." And like her sister's like, "You're late, aren't you?" Oh my and god, she's like, late for work. They fired me! And she's like, bitch, you know, your period's late, yeah. isn't it? And she's like, shit. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, you're fucking pregnant. Meanwhile, she, so she runs off to, like, get a pregnancy test. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Max has discovered the grandpa connection. Yeah. And he tells Blake, and he's like, um, I looked at her birth certificate and her yeah, last name. Or... why they have access to her birth certificate, because I definitely did not need to provide my birth certificate when I- That's if you job. don't want to give your, like, social security number. But you have to give your social security number. There's something that where like it's like your birth certificate or I think like your license or something like that just to like show your. Oh yeah, you have to do your social security. Why would you give her license? You have to. I was like Savannah. Why would you get? I thought the same thing. I was like, why would you give your birth certificate where it literally says McDowell, which is the her (laughs) grandfather's last name, under her mom's maiden name or whatever? I'm like, dude. You are not a, a scheming girl. Like, you're not good listen. at this. You're not a sleuth. Savannah, she's very good at being an event manager. She is. Not, she's not a <laughs> she's sneaky not fox. A 
She's a stone cold fox. Yes. She's not a sneaky fox. Yes. <laughs> uh, so Blake goes to confront Savannah. Mm-hmm. Um, and she finally tells him the truth. She's yeah. like, your grandpa's a fucking crook. Like, fuck him. I hate him so much. Your family is the enemy. And Blake is like, that's not true. My grandpa's a saint. Um, and she's like, ask him. And then she breaks a glass and he's like, you know, obviously he's a golden retriever. So he's mm-hmm. like, you're not wearing any shoes. Like, stay on the fucking couch. Yeah. I'm not clean up this glass exactly. for you. Like, I'm not going to let you get hurt. And he goes to clear up the glass and he goes into the bathroom to like wet a towel or something. And he sees the pregnancy test. He sees three of them sitting yeah. out. Well, no, one on the counter and then two in the trash. Okay. There's one on the counter, which I just want to say, I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off, but that means dudes listening to this. It's a freshly peed on pregnancy <laughs> test. Okay. So it's like, Blake, I wrote, Blake, why are you being dumb? I was rooting for you. Did you know about the pregnancy before the gala? Bro, you picked up the pregnancy test off the counter, freshly peed on. Like, there's no way that shit wasn't still wet. She literally, like, had the pregnancy test taken or whatever. She took the third one. And then she's like, okay, like, you know, I'm going to be a mother. And, like, I really wish that, like, you know, I could tell Blake this and, like, we'd be, like, joyfully, you know, celebrating or whatever. And it's like, and then she thinks Kaylee's knocking on the door. And it's Blake. So, literally, she just found out that she's pregnant. Like, legitimately, like, she probably didn't have time to wipe. Like, (laughs) and he's at the door. And he's like, did you know about the pregnancy before the gala? And you're just trying to, you know, get 50% of the company. It's like, dude, I get it. I would be suspicious, too. But, like, yeah, you I mean, are very high up in this company. There's no way you're that dumb. He's, he's, well, it's, you know, it's, it's a, fuck, what's it called when, um, you're only there because of your family? <laughs> Loyalty? <laughs> no, there's like a, oh, I've said it before on the podcast. Um, you're only um, there because of your family? Where, like, you only got the job because of your family. It's, uh... No, nepotism. Nepotism? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Yeah, that's... A, they're all VPs of this company at, like, Yeah, but they've all proven old. themselves to He's be, like, 20. really young and smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, no, I mean, they're competent, but it's just, like... Alright. I like, literally... I was beside myself. He's like, did you... I was like, dude, <laughs> shut and up. to be fair, she was, like... She was, like, I... Like, got, just got found out today that I was going to go to a doctor and get it, like, officially like, yeah. confirmed because I didn't think you would believe Dude, me Dude, three pregnancy tests, you're, you're, you're I'm pregnant. I'm like, sweetie, those, those tests, like, in, in 2015 or the fuck this book came out, like, this isn't the 70s where there, it's, like, 50-50 yeah. chance that it's accurate. Like, your fucking clear yeah, your pregnancy, pregnancy exactly. test is, is right. If it's, if it's enough that it shows up, like, clearly yeah. on a pregnancy test, like, you're definitely pregnant. Uh, or also, I guess side you have, note. Like, a tumor or something. Oh, God, it's true. Um, he came in right after she took a pregnancy test with a baby blue shirt on, and they, she wrote that, and I was like, I wonder if they're having a boy. I didn't even notice Dude, that. I immediately noticed that he said, they said a baby blue. Wow. And I was like, mm, right. you, you, you scoundrel. <laughs> you naughty, naughty. <laughs> so, she, so she confesses, she's like, I didn't mean to hurt you, whatever, and she admits that she fell in love with him, but he's like, too pissed or he reciprocated. Which, like, is suspicious timing, but, like, it's just... I get it. She wasn't even gonna tell him, honestly. Like, she was like, oh, I hope that he's, like, involved, like, but I want to get a doctor's test, and she was like, you know... She was gonna tell him about the baby. She wasn't gonna keep it from him. Yeah, I'm saying she she was, like, not gonna be like, oh, you have to marry me, kind of a thing. She was like, you know, you should be involved. So she wasn't clearly being like, oh, 
we're gonna get married and I'm gonna like take half of your money. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That she she's that'd worried. be the first thing she would say. She's you know? worried that he would think that that he yeah, would think that which he definitely that did. She yeah, he definitely at one point he's like, oh my god, like this is all a lie. So anyway, he goes to confront Grandpa Abbott and he tells Grandpa Abbott like the story and Grandpa Abbott is like. Well, there's something I didn't tell you. <laughs> it's like half true. So like he was my partner and like we did do the recipes together, but then I bought him out. But then, but I like also scammed him because I knew he had a gambling problem. So I like bought him out for a, like a lump sum that was like a lot less than like the 40% of the company. Because I knew he'd take it. Yeah. yeah so he's like, I do feel bad about that. So I did technically scam him, but like, I definitely like legally, he definitely has no legal right to the company. Yeah. Um, so, basically, both grandpas have been, like, lying out of their fucking asses. These, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't trust old men. That's all I have to say. Yeah, they're, like, both, like, winded before they tell yeah. the truth. He, <laughs> like, we- yeah, like well, wheezes an old man. Vandal's <laughs> grandpa's, like, 90, and then yeah. Grandpa Abbott is, like, in his 70s. So, yeah, yeah. they're both, like, it took a long time for them to find <laughs> Grandpa McDowell is like rapidly declining, but has <laughs> yes. time to be like, you know, I really did have a gambling addiction, yeah. so like, my bad. I didn't tell you this your whole life. I didn't think you were that loyal to the family yeah. that you would just uproot your life and like sabotage <laughs> Bro, the Abbott. Like, bedtime stories. Like, I didn't think you were going to take any of this seriously. Yeah, so he, so Grandpa Abbott's like, I have some work to do. And then Lainey shows up at Magnolia Lake and she's mm-hmm. like, Spana, let's, we're going to take a drive. And she drives in to like a local hospital where grandpa has been admitted it's like a fancy like experimental therapy for like whatever mm-hmm. disease he has. he has some sort he's dying we don't know what he's dying of. he has some sort of disease so he's getting really good medical care courtesy of grandpa abbott and grandpa abbott and grandpa carlisle mcdowell also he's like i mean i got yeah i got bought out like yeah i'm still pissed about it but like he did technically there wasn't anything like nefarious yeah. but then he's like grandpa abbott Gave me this nice medical care and also gave us 5% of the company. Which is over a million dollars. Yes. So they're, like, rich. Yeah. And she's, like, crying and shit. And it's not just the hormones. Yeah. It's like, yay, old men are happy. And doing well. Yeah. Finally. After, like, passing on that generational trauma. But, like, that was never gonna happen if Savannah wasn't, like, just like, hey. He, like, never thought to look him up. He's like, oh, you know what? (sighs) I guess. Maybe that was a little shitty. All right. Like Here's a 50, crumb. Literally yeah. 50 years later. Dude. <laughs> right before that he went legit. Anyway. So then, like, Blake's in his office and he's still sad and mopey. And the mom comes in and she's like, listen, I know that Savannah, like, low-key broke your heart and also tried to backstab us. But, like, she's really she's fucking so good, good at her job. job. She's so good at her job. So, like, we're gonna hire her back. <laughs> and he's like, what about the no dating policy? And she's like, oh, that's fine, too. She's like, whatever. She's like... Listen, like, she's having your kids, so, like, she's gonna be in our lives anyway, and she's also really fucking good at her job, so, like, we're gonna hire her back. Um, <laughs> she also owns 5% of the company now. <laughs> not a single person, including Blake or Savannah, is like, oh, shit, this pregnancy. Like, everyone's like, oh, well, this is just, this is just happening now. Like, this yeah. is just part of, you know, she's just like, oh, you know, this is what comes next. The grandfather's not like, what? Are you serious? Holy crap. And, like, the mom's not like, oh, shit, okay, uh, uh, you know. Like, even Savannah's like, well, I'm just gonna be a mother. And Blake is like, oh, was this part of your plan? Like, no one's like, oh, a person's coming into the world. It's just like, yeah, this is just another Tuesday. I kind of, well, that's the thing about the problem, the the problem. So I like 
secret i know this is going to be a controversial opinion in romance mm-hmm. landia but i really like the secret baby trope but i only i usually only really like it in and this isn't really secret baby because like he finds out like as soon as she does yeah but i i usually only like it in historicals because in historicals if you get accidentally pregnant like okay sure you could take the poison abortion juice and have a 50 50 chance of yeah. you dying too or you can just have this baby yeah and so i'm like much more like i'm like okay like she had no choice like Maybe she's not going to tell him because she doesn't want him in her life or whatever. I'm much more accepting in historicals, but in contemporaries, I'm like, girl, you've got a lot of options. Like, you don't have to have this baby. I mean, <laughs> like, but it was it. just like... So, like, I'm glad, I'm <sighs> saying I'm glad that there wasn't, that that wasn't, like, necessarily like, oh, I'm not going to keep the baby. I don't know. Like, what am I going to do? Oh, my God, I'm pregnant. Like, she's free. I'm glad that wasn't a big plot point because in contemporaries, I'm like, you got a lot of options. <laughs> uh, to me, I was just like, oh, money. I forgot. Everyone's loaded. It's like the Kardashians yeah. having kids. Oh, it's yeah, just true. like, oh, like, this is just part of the plot line. Yeah, they don't have to worry. Like, it's like, oh, Kylie's pregnant or whatever. It's like, whatever. yeah, sure. sure. Like, what? We can't afford to have a baby? It's like, all right, we'll do this side quest now. Even like, even her. Yeah. She's like, well, well, Grandpa has $1.5 million yeah, now, so, like, I'm good. Here. Which is good, yeah. So... I will then, say it was really sad that, like, he didn't have, like, an excited reaction. Like, that actually did make me sad. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Cause I she, don't blame him. Like, he, like, threw sad. the pregnancy stick on the on the cat, and I was like, oh, I, like, just want to give Savannah a hug, because, yeah. you know, I'm like, oh, it's just you and your baby in the room. It's so I also, sad. I mean, I want to give Blake a hug, too. I want to like, give everyone a hug, I mean, yeah. Like, a hug. Let's just hug it out. Exactly. Uh, here's some chocolate, yeah. like, we have some tea, let's just calm down. That's right. Um, yeah, so the mom is like, we're gonna hire her back, and also she's like, listen she's ride or die for her family and like so are you and i feel like you can't you're being like she's like blake yeah she's like what if the tables return she's like if someone screwed over grandpa abbott you're telling me that like you wouldn't go to the ends of the earth to like avenge him and blake is like damn you for using Uh, (laughs) logic to best me yeah (laughs) so savannah shows up at his house um, like, he pulls up at his house, and Savannah's been waiting in the driveway, because she's like, I'm leaving, but, like, I just want to say goodbye, like, I don't want to leave, like, on a horrible note, and she's like, I love you, like, I'm sorry, like, can you ever trust me again? And Blake, this bitch, just turns around, goes into his house. <laughs> it was incredible. Um, so they, they walked the dogs and, like, had a whole conversation, and then he just takes the dogs back into the house, he just turns around. And, like, goes, he doesn't he's even say bye, he's word. just like, okay. He just turns around, and then he nerve so he comes back out and he sees her like about to drive away in her car and he has the nerve to be like just like that you're walking away and i'm like oh my god i was rooting for you like and you know it's like oh in blake's head it was like he just like couldn't stand to see her leave like yeah and it was like it was kind of nice because it wasn't like oh, like, she's carrying my child, so I couldn't bear to watch them yeah. go. It was like, she's leaving, you yeah. know? It was really, like, not just, oh, I care about her now because yeah. she's having my kid. Yeah. And that's what I appreciated about the pregnancy, was that they were very much like, listen, like, this baby, like, we're going to be co-parents to this child, like, regardless of, like, whether we're together. So, like, their relationship does not hinge on the Yeah. Because I think that's a lot of the times what people sort of struggle, don't like about the secret baby thing is because... They're like, well, now I don't know whether they're to only together because of the child or whether they're together because they actually yeah. have to be together. And I think Reese Ryan does a really good job in this book of being like, yes, they're together because they want to be together. Like, the mm-hmm. child is not a factor in terms of, like, them being a couple. 
But yeah, I kind of wish though that she had like already been like pulling out of the driveway. Yeah. And like that he had kind of had to chase after her. The whole like, like don't like, get on that plane. plane. Yeah. <laughs> like I kind I kind just a little bit. I wish that he had to like sprint down the street. I <laughs> I totally understand. But yeah, so then he's like, she's like, he's like, just like that, you're walking away. And she's like, bitch, you left. And then he's like, fine, like, I'm in love with you too. Like, let's try again. And then we have an epilogue after they scandalously had a baby out of wedlock. Um, the epilogue actually made me choke up, for real. It was a really beautifully written epilogue. It was really cute. Like, which I just want to say was not par for the course with this book. Like, most of the time I was just like out loud like i was just like girl like you're dude stop and like the epilogue was like so nice like it was so nicely written it's their wedding and their little baby i forget the name davis davis of course it's a boy and like yeah baby blue yeah baby blue and it was just like it was so cute and of course they had to have the mermaid which really accentuated her voluptuous bottom i was like bro i got it you still thirst even through marriage Good. and having a child like Good. i got it like why or die like yeah. that, that's how it should be i want my romance i wish that she went down the aisle in a fucking pantsuit like she was just like yeah. boom like she was already at the end of the aisle <laughs> she's like time's money let's go my head kid is that the reception she changes into a pantsuit that she fully <laughs> has like a, she does like a whole outfit change yeah but yeah um yeah i there was a really cute part at the end where she, like, falls in his arms or something like that. It's, like, when they're still in the driveway. Um, and it oh, was, the like... the dog, the Benny almost knocks yeah, her Yeah, Benny over, almost knocks her he over. Catches her. He catches her, and it was, like, you know, they finally... It was the first time they, like, really looked at each other. And, like, his hand was kind of, like, over by the baby. Yeah. So it was, like, you know, for a second, it was just, like, us and, like, our baby. And I was, yeah. like, damn, there were some in this book legitimately really great lines and yeah. like that was one of them um, and at the end of the book like, they have like obviously they have makeout tests and then like they're like curled up and he's like he put his hand over the like protectively. she's sleeping yeah and he and puts the, his hand really over the belly I really am like a sim for those scenes oh my where, like, god absolutely I was like pregnant oh. and the hero is like so into the fact that she's pregnant it's so cute and like I I had to like so let me start with the good quotes okay there, <laughs> let me start with the good quotes I liked there's a he says, there's a deep sadness behind those brown eyes. And I was like, dude, no one would ever say that. That's poetically that's beautiful. I was like, damn. Blake, and strawberry rhubarb. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I did not think you were smart enough for this, but I'm glad that you are. And it's like, Savannah dropped his gaze from his. You try to mask it by throwing yourself into your work, and you ward off anyone who gets too close with that biting wit. But it's there, even when you laugh. And I just wrote underneath, nice. <laughs> like, 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 like a thumbs up. Like your yeah. English teacher's coming out. I know. <laughs> I know. It's so obnoxious. <laughs> I also want you to know that I did highlight, because I know the cat scale. Oh, yeah, we gotta talk. I page 38, it says she looked at him as if he'd kicked a, before she looked at him as if he'd kicked a kitten. And I was like, <laughs> it's not what I was used to, but we got one kitten in there. I was cat. paying attention. There is one cat mentioned in this book. Alright, let's talk about the cat. So I'm glad you reminded me because I completely forgot. I literally, and it's like before she looks at me, so you get to kitten. I've had it in all bold on my notes. I was like, yes! Okay. <laughs> Finally! So, so we got, we have the one cat reference. They're not really ever compared to cat. I don't think he does like much growling. There's not No. Really, I think there is 
maybe not. No, actually, I think I'm thinking of another book that I'm also reading simultaneously, mm. which she mules. I don't think she mules. <gasps> no, I would have remembered that. <laughs> no mewling, no mewling. And he has dogs. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. So we said he's a golden retriever, like, fully. Mm-hmm. What do we, do we think she's a cat? I don't know. I wrote that, I said, this girl's eyes are constantly widening. Um, like, so, like, like like, yeah, I guess it's just like I don't know. I was like, this is like the cousin of she looks like a kitten. Yeah. Like it's just like, oh my gosh! Like he's so <laughs> he's so large and in charge. Her eyes widening. I'm like, mmm, because she's like, so she's got the like sort of standoffish, like plodding. She's like, I'm a tiger, but then like sometimes she's like, oh yeah. Like, but that also, but she's so bad at being sneaky and being a sleuth, which is more. She's like literally dog-like. only good at her job, she's and like, she's so good at her she's job. Like a, she's like a puppy Great Dane, where like her paws are just too big, so she's trying. She's to like slipping all over the ground. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Like, is she? Is she? She's like a cat dog. Like, she's like both, but she's only being sneaky because, like, I feel like after that, she's not. Like, once it all comes out, she's not going to be sneaky anymore. She's yeah. Really competent. But she's so good at her job, and I just feel like she's so good at her job. Is very cat-like. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think any of the other characters. I just don't. I just. I just didn't get like cat or dog vibes from any of those. Maybe Parker's a cat because he's like has a small stick up his ass. <laughs> you know, like cats do. Yeah. I don't know. Everyone was like super witty in this book. Like, there was no yeah. one, like, there's no, like, oh, she was, like, really tiny in stature and had, like, oh, mousy yeah. brown hair and was constantly looking down. No. It was, like, Savannah, like, curb stomps her way <laughs> into the office, like, immediately. Savannah takes off one of her heels, stabs the man with her stiletto, puts it back on, walks in for the air. Just, like, just, like, she stabs one of the other people. Puts her resume through <laughs> this man's body. She, like, throws her resume up there and then, and then it, like, it, like, solidifies it's, into the no, it, like, goes into, like, the wall, and then he's, it just, like, slides right by his face, and he looks at it, and the, the heel is just vibrating with, like, the, <laughs> the resume pinned to the wall. Even the format is so impressive. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, she's, like, very, they, I don't know, she just ping-pongs so much, Savannah. Yeah. She's, like, really, really, like, super confident and blah blah blah, and then she's just, like, sloppy. Yeah. Like, almost overly confident. Yeah. You know? She's really- But there's never a point where I was like, it's not authentic. Yeah. Like, she seems like, actually, like, she she really knows she's that bitch. Yeah, she is. But she's just so bad at being a sneaky person. I feel like her personality is that of, like, maybe, like, a German shepherd. Mm -hmm. So, like, very smart. Like, a very smart dog. But still a dog. Yeah. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I'm the fastest, and then it runs into a wall. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, like, hits the screen door. <laughs> you heard it here. Savannah's a German chef. <laughs> and a screen door. <laughs> All right. Okay, so do you, have a, do you have a number in mind for the cat scale? Oh, low. It's low. Yeah. What is yours? We're going to say it the same type of way. I have to think of mine. I never think of mine in advance. I'm always taken by surprise by the cat skills. Two, one, two. two. Hey! Two. <laughs> two. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's like nothing or one. Like, I, no. I'll give it a well, fair one two. Is, one is like a courtesy. We're like, we like this book. Yeah. Not a lot of cat energy. Yeah. Two, I feel like there was like, there was a smidge more. There was like a little sprinkling of cat. Yeah. In there. 
I feel like this is the lower end of Catskill mm-hmm. for the books that you've discussed. It's definitely not. It's, listen, it's no Twilight. <laughs> yeah. You want cats? We got cats. We got big cats. We got small cats. We got furry cats. You we want it? We got it. <laughs> but if you want something done carefully, this is not the book for Don't you. Do not call Don't Savannah. Call... Is there anyone? I guess Parker. I would think Parker. Bro, Parker is the sleuth. Actually, Max was the sleuth because Max was like checking oh, yeah. her birth certificate yeah, and that crap. Was weird. Yeah. I feel like actually Savannah hated Magnolia Lake. No. Like she likes Magnolia Blake and that's ah! it. Ah! Like that's it. She's just constantly like, "Oh, this narc town. Like I can't even leave my driveway." Yeah. Like <laughs> And she's going to have this secret child. Like are you serious? The Bourbon Brothers. I loved it. I love these cover models. They're both very hot. I was so happy. I just saw a sexy workplace romance and I was like, "Yes." 100%. This is what I want. I love that forbidden love shit. <laughs> this is the only thing I want, I wanted that we didn't get was them fucking on the desk. Yeah, I was like, dude, there's so many, they talk about the desk so many times. But I also get, here's my thing, because it, there's so much nepotism, because it's like a very much a family business. So again, a regular workplace romance, like if your secretary walks in, it's like, oh no, scandalous, but like, mm-hmm. they're not gonna like have trauma. Whereas yeah. like, mm-hmm. your mom walks in when you having sex. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. You know what I mean? No, it's but like it's so bit. true. It's so true. <laughs> so like I get, Reese Ryder was like, mm, this is too much of a risk. <laughs> Everyone who like, works like, you know, like, they have, like, a crush on their coworker or something like that. Or, like, their boss or whatever is like, I really want to have sex in the office or whatever. And it's just like, yeah, but... Think about that. Yeah, but don't do that. And right? then the poor cleaning pre- people have to come yeah. in and they're like, no, what did you do? <laughs> this is... Oh, no! It's like... God. That is... I mean, I guess for the story, but, like, I'm such an anxious person that yeah, I would be like, no! <laughs> like... I would be so oh my god! So I'm like That's no. The thing is like 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 objectively, like sort of in the abstract, I would like to join the Mile High Club, but I know that I would like never have the gut unless it was like a. Private Do you know how hard plane. it must be to be in the Mile High Club? Unless you have like a private plane, that's a thing. That's that has I'm to like, be it. Like, there's the only. I mean, no, those people the, fuck in the bathroom. Yeah, but there's always like a a stewardess, like or, or, or like just there, and it's like, dude, so don't hard. please. I do not get paid enough for this. Yeah. And that shit is so small. Jeez. Oh my god. You'd have a better chance on like a Greyhound bus. <laughs> Ew, you would. <laughs> you definitely would have a better chance on a Greyhound bus. Yeah, but it'd be like somehow like significantly gross. You would like die. I feel yeah, like you would like just. You would just get immediately. Com- you would get, like, <laughs> instant chlamydia, instant death. Oh my god. Oh my god. You know what book would never sell? The, the Greyhound romance. <laughs> Fucking the, on the Greyhound Greyhound Rendezvous. Bathroom on the Greyhound. A Harlequin, Harlequin romance. Oh my god. It's actually underneath the category of horror. Okay. <laughs> Alright. So. Yay. You can find us. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, or like us on Facebook at We Read It One Night. Follow us on Twitter at We Read It Podcast. Or email us. We Read It, we read it One Night at gmail.com. And just to hype up our TikTok guys, like we've now gone viral several times. It's actually really funny TikTok. I'm not just like, saying that. <laughs> so I'm just like, if you're not following us on TikTok, like, you're missing out. So you guys are on Spotify. And I was like, ooh. Yeah, uh, we finally, yeah, we finally have, um, 
So Spotify finally lets you rate podcasts. So you can, wherever you listen, if you have the option to rate and review, please do that. Give us um, five stars. That really helps us out. And then leave us a review. Like if you think there's something we do really well, if there's anything you think we can do better, or if you have a book you'd like us to do, um, you can mention that in your review, or you can email that to us or DM us. We do have a few episodes coming up that um, were listener suggestions. So that's really exciting. And, uh, yeah, we finally, uh, Spotify finally let you rate podcasts and we got over 10 ratings, which means you can now see our rating, which is very exciting. So contribute to that. Yeah. Reach out. Um, and if, you know, if you want Dana to come back, have like another guest appearance, (laughs) let us know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rachel will be back next week. Well, if you have any more, um, saucy bossy romances, romances, absolutely. Yeah. Godspeed, comrades. Ooh.